0: 自古的秀
1: This is your boy, Kevin Tipcorn, and I'd like to welcome you to Live to Tape. extrapolate the mages- ma- extrapolate the majesty here today we invite you to experience the majesty of extrapolation here on your one-stop shop for terpenoid green infusion my name is Kelp. Everybody
0: knows me around here Don't hesitate to ask somebody you think might know me They'll know me (laughs) Don't hesitate to ask somebody
1: If they know me, then we know we have a mutual friend Don't hesitate to ask somebody If they know me as a mutual friend Don't,
0: don't, 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 don't don't hesitate to ask, don't hesitate to ask anybody that you see outside If you want to go inside and
1: see if you have a mutual friend Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live the Tape with Johnny Pepperton here on the Starburns Audio Podcast Network My name is David Koresh, I'm a former cult leader and I'm taking the place of this body right now to speak to you about the Lord Heaven, Lamb, God, deep down beneath the sands of time, which we experience life, light, and the butter known as the reverse crucifixion of death. We're about ready to take off here and get lifted, lift the wings, and cut the air into a flight pattern. This unrecognizable. Oh, what? I've been searching for you. Yeah, I know.
0: I know. Oh, I've
1: been searching. Yeah. Sit down. All right, all right, all right, all right,
2: all right. Okay, everybody, this is it. Hey, it's Johnny here. What's up? That was the introduction to the podcast. Hope you can handle that. This is a pretty cool song I'm playing right now. It's called uh, "I've Been Searching." It's by a group called Art and Craft. Actually, it might be called Arts and Craft. That's some disco stuff, baby D-I-S-E-O Coming back down Let you know I'm gonna get you Gonna grab you up Gonna cut a piece of wood Take you down My name's Walter Payton I run up hills Run down hills And I play for the Chicago Bears In the 70s and 80s You cannot freaking stop me I'm Walter Payton, okay? You
1: gotta know I'm Walter Payton
2: So here's the deal Uh, I wanna let you know that This is a great podcast Coming up here Yeah, okay Singing Singing you could check
0: forgot to get get the cat never wanted to get get a cat I didn't want to get a cat I just showed up I had to keep it because I have a heart The cat kept meowing and I liked the way it was sounding oh my god I love kitty cats oh my god I love Pop a doobie Smoke that doobie that you pop
2: Chapstick. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, I need you to go to the Patreon Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash live the tape. If you want to support the podcast, yes, you can do it because you want to get all the benefits. Because you want to get all like the uh, all the stuff, right? You want to get the, the monthly mix. You want to have early access to the podcast. You want to have uh, the extra episodes I'm uploading. I'm uploading bonus episodes about once a month. We're going to have access to the Discord, which is a special communication thing. We're going to be doing some exciting things coming up with that. You want all that stuff, right? You're searching. You're searching for that. Yeah. I hear you. You're searching. You're searching. But really, Patreon's all about just supporting the podcast. tape.com. <laughs> it's Patreon.com slash. Patreon.com slash LiveTheTape to support the podcast. Yes, you get the benefits. You get those benefits, but you want... Do you want to just support this thing you like? You just do that. Just go in there. You can join up. Gosh, we get it. We get it, ladies. Those are ladies, right? I can say that. Those are ladies, right? Okay. I think when you're singing in a group in a disco song, it's those are ladies. It's the only time I like to say ladies. Ladies. Uh, ladies. The ladies, the ladies patreon.com live tape support the podcast that you love if you want to email because discord isn't working out for you because it's not working just right yet uh, it's live 2 tape podcast at gmail.com that's l-i-v-e-t-o t-a-p-e-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail drop okay i'm gonna let this let's let this song let let this song rip out because it's just such a hot track and then we're going to get into this awesome episode with a really cool guest. Who? This is her first podcast ever. So that, how cool is that, huh? How cool is that? You yeah, I need you in my life. You hear that? I need you in my life. So I'm searching.
0: Day. Before the main course of the podcast begins, please listen to these words from our sponsor. Are you tired of finding solace and confusion? Is tranquility only spurred through magical interactions with fire? Does your life want to be uplifted by positive vibrations, Instead of a down thrust of negativity due to a large titanium rod, if you answered yes to any of these questions or more, you may be a perfect candidate for globular absorption therapy. Globular absorption therapy, also known as GAT or GAT, also known as CAT, short because it sounds cute like a kitty cat. G.A.T. is a special therapy that uses the natural energy and moisture in the air, reinvigorates it, and inserts it through a pathway previously only known to intergalactic traveling wormhole position. This special vibration will put you in tune with the world's foremost musicians, such,
1: such as Eric Clapton, Wow Skaggs,
0: DJ Anthony Groove,
1: Castle Winter, DJ Steve Aoki,
0: Michael Pisswell, Sean Cartwright. If you feel you may be in a Appropriate candidate for this therapy. Please send a self addressed stamped envelope to 123 Hickory Street, Carolina, Snapback, here at from James Westweather, Domingo, California, 999 These notes side effects may include nausea, headache, death, frightening, bewildered memories, wishing to fly, forceful urination, excrement dwelling, random interest in prime numbers, don't want effectiveness, night sweats, tears, backwards jumping, the feeling with a small of a slow, tight belt around the night section, and and it ball. Life's not for everyone, it's for living.
2: How's it sound? Uh, sounds like that. <laughs> okay. uh, we're going, we're rolling. Oh, we're rolling. That's not playing There it is This is just the beginning A beginning song It's not the beginning song
3: You always have like A beginning song I think
2: they have I think it's good To always have a beginning song To something
3: Do you choose The song Beforehand
2: I did I chose this one beforehand I was listening to some This is Ladies and gentlemen They are listening to Tones on Tail This is a Semi-goth club band From the 80s Maybe Into the This album I think Is from 84
3: I'm into it
2: from fucking 98, but I think this is like a compilation. Yeah. They're from the fucking 80s. Tones on tail.
1: Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and welcome to Live the Tape. This is uh this is this is the dicker, this is uh houseboat houseboat shackles. We're doing full houseboat shackles today. Welcome to Live The Tape. Here on the Starborn's audio label. You can check us out online if you enter the Google code at the beginning of the podcast. We'll be presenting again later. Don't worry about it. Also be sure to check out the Patreon page, Patreon.com slash live to tape for extras goodies and behind the scene tidbits, new mixes, specialty items, things you can't answer, up. Up. I, yeah, basically that's basically how. Uh,
2: that's there yeah, it's basically are. it.
3: There we are. Here my,
2: we are. Here we are. My guest today is Corey
3: Johnson. Uh hey. Um that how, how you say it? Yeah, that's okay. how you say it. Yeah, I know it's a little hard to pronounce.
2: Yeah, what if it was though, right? <laughs> what if it was hard to pronounce?
3: Well yeah, I don't my other last name could've I had like three last names I could have technically chosen for really? my stage name. Cause they're all like affiliated Watanabe. Really? Is Watanabe's good. Watanabe's a great Wait, one. Wait, what does that come from? Um, I feel like I know that name. Well, I, I mean, like probably Ken Watanabe is who you would think of. Who is that? He's an actor. I really don't know. Wait, to... I, I know. No, he is an actor, right? <laughs> he's an um, actor from something. He's and, a good actor. Actually. He's a good right? one. He's a known one.
2: Damn it. I feel like I know. I feel like I researched him recently. Cause I was like, who is this guy? And it's like, his name is basically like, I want to know you.
3: My grandpa changed his first name from Ken to something else. So he didn't have the same name. Really? As Ken Watanabe. Yeah. Oh, well. He changed it to an Asian name to Asa Watanabe. Is he Asian? Yeah, he's Asian. It'd be really Really? fucked up. What kind of Asian is he? He's Japanese. Half of my family's Japanese. Really? Yeah. So, and you, where'd you grow up? I grew up on Kauai. You grew up on Kauai? Yeah
2: God damn it Okay I knew I was I knew there was like there was That's a fun so fact fucking crazy yeah.
3: You grew up on Where in Kauai? Um, on the east side
2: Okay I can't remember what that Is that Princeville or no? No that's the south the north side north?
3: No that's the north that's shore That's the north yeah. shore yeah. I know my island That I grew up on it's I grew like up on like It's island right? Kapaa It's so a tiny like, island So that's the smallest one Yeah I've been there Out of like the main ones
2: You grew up on Kauai Do
3: You know fucking there's a nuts. Pemberton family there there is? Yeah I grew up with a mean There's a mean no, girl mean. Named I won't say her name No say her name Severin Pemberton Severin? Yeah Fucking Severin <laughs> exactly, exactly.
2: Her name's fucking Severin
3: <laughs> She was just so mean to me growing up
2: Oh I bet Severin's yeah. a
3: bitch What a What a fucking bitch Severin
2: Oh my god What kind of shit Severin say
3: She was just I mean like She was just like Friends with like The mean girls That were like Popping pills In middle school You know, What kind of pills Just like Adderall Well like Everything's super overpriced On Kauai So people would be like Buying Adderall For like $35 A pill pill. And we'd be like Yeah that's a good (laughs) That's a great What year is this about Oh this is 2008 2009 2008
2: this so uh, this was when you were in high school then.
3: I was in middle school, high school, about to me. Yeah. This is cool. Cause we have a,
2: a true generation gap. I yeah. think it's really fun.
3: Yeah, I think it is. That's what I was thinking too. At least yeah. there's something to go off of. Uh, that's why I was thinking I was going to be too unrelatable.
2: No, I think that's great. Actually, okay. I feel like the opposite. I feel like uh, if someone's if I know too much about someone's, uh, well, not not always, but it's like it's always interesting to me to talk to someone. Who's from a distinctively different generation than me yeah like I start to realize now that I definitely like I'm like I'm like the last possible millennial I'm, I guess I'm the first one I was gonna
3: ask, are you technically a millennial?
2: Uh, there's different ways to some people say yes, some people say no mm-hmm. I would say uh, technically inside the year span because mm-hmm. I was born in 81 mm-hmm. that means I'm technically a millennial mm-hmm. but tell you what. <laughs> I don't feel like it. I
3: don't. I feel like you're definitely not like intellectually. I feel like I'm like prime millennial. Um, Cause when
2: were you born? Ninety five. Ninety five. Okay. I mean, is that that's like the tail end of it, though, isn't it?
3: Yeah, you're I almost guess something so. else. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm prime something. I'm yeah. prime something. That's all I know.
2: Yeah, you're prime. Um, I'm prime. I don't know what they call the new ones.
3: Oh, I feel like I'm not. <laughs> I I don't like being associated with like the 2000ers. Yeah, I feel like I like to say I like I'm from the 90s, but it's like I don't fucking remember anything yeah, thing from the 90s. Because no.
2: you were priced out by the time you were five years old. Five years old, yep. Yeah, there's something, something there for you then. For That's funny. Yeah. I'm so curious about Kauai, though. Yeah. So you were born on Kauai and grew up...
3: I so was born here at Tarzana Hospital okay. in the valley. I moved to Kauai when I was one, so... So basically you're Kauai. I grew up there, yeah. 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 Exactly.
2: Did you see the movie... The, uh, the, which one You know the movie That's about <laughs> The island life From Disney What's I've it called never, Moana Oh Moana, Moana? Yeah. It's
3: actually Lilo and Stitch Would p- technically be more More appropriate, appropriate. Oh cause Mo- Moana Is something else A different island Or something But Lilo and Stitch Like is Kauai.
2: Did you like how I just called it Moana Yeah I mean Hey <laughs> We're all trying Moana out... I called uh, it Moana do you, want type of Would you like any type of effect right
3: now? Um, you can hit me with one. I'll work with. Okay, it. here we I'm go. I to come to riffing, but here we. You here can
1: we riff. Go. I I know you can riff. I can riff. Um. Oh, okay. oh shit! I've, I've got you on. There we go. Try it now. Oh, Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this works definitely. Um, what were we been talking about? We're talking about Kawhi, and we're like, I'm super curious about Kawhi. I mean. It's definitely something that I want to work into my stand up, Mm -hmm. but it's so fucking weird that I don't know how I could translate it. I
3: know what you're saying, yeah, because it's something where. Like, you have to literally have to live it to understand it. And I've like, I'll try to explain some things, and I feel like I could come up with really good material about it. Just I don't know where I would begin. But you talk
2: about stuff in your stand up that I'm like, holy shit, that's crazy. You talk about your life a lot, which yeah. I'm always like, I'm always very impressed, and also like, holy shit, you made something that's so tragic, so funny. Thank you. Which is, uh, it's very hard to do. I feel like it's it's something that most it is people. Hard to do. I feel like all comedians have some streak of madness or like tragedy or something with them that's kind of like. It's kind of messed up or something, but a lot of times they don't talk, talk about it. it. And they, yeah. they're funny
3: because of it, but they, that's not right. necessarily the Yeah, I'm jealous of those people, actually.
2: Really? Well, I think they would probably be jealous of you, too. Well, hey, so.
3: let's, just, let's call it even then, because okay. it, it's very, I just, because like, yeah, it's, I feel like some people see it as like an easy way out of doing stand-up, where they're just like, you're just talking about yourself.
2: Oh, they think they think see what you're doing as an easy way out? Yeah,
3: rather than writing material about in a fucking safe way or something.
2: I guess I don't I I guess I disagree. I mean I feel like my favorite comedian of all time is Pryor Richard Pryor. I feel Mm -hmm. like he did like a weird blend of things where he talked about all the fucked up shit in his life. But he'd also talk about weird uh, stories that you know are not totally true, sure, yeah. but they're like a weird blend of things.
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, I try to say as honest as I can with my material. It's all very honest, and that's why I get uncomfortable up there.
2: But I think it's like I don't know. I don't. You don't seem uncomfortable.
3: That's good. That's yeah, good. It was funny when. Um, you did my show two weeks ago or whatever, right. and I was doing my set, and I forgot that you were behind the curtain dressed as an old Irish woman. <laughs> yeah. I, like looked over during my set, and you were laughing, and it threw me off guard because because yeah, yeah. Oh, I was laughing. But, and as, no, you were dressed as an old oh, Irish right. woman, yeah. and you were behind the curtain, and I forgot yeah. you were there. So, yeah. Um, you were talking about some crazy shit yeah, that night. Yeah, bring up um, anything you want.
2: I don't know where you want to. You are talking about going to see some sort of a healer.
3: Oh, yeah, because she was on like, my fucking face. Yeah. Um, that's just fucking crazy. She and interesting. was so crazy. She, Wait, so can you tell that story? Yeah, okay, okay, I'll tell the story and then I'll tell you more about her because I didn't get to tell all of my stuff. She's a fucking weirdo. I mean, so. it sounds like. The- I that's have this cool. thing um, in the side of my face. Uh, mm-hmm. It only happens to one side of your face, I think, just to fuck with you more. Uh, it's called trigeminal neuralgia, and just means my, my face hurts. And if you're wondering what kind of pain, it's like a shooting pain. And <laughs> uh, a ladies, constant you know, shooting pain. It's a constant shooting pain, not, um, a, not a dry ache or a,
2: or a thumping thud. It's a constant shooting. It's like, shoot. what kind
3: is that? I'm like, the kind that's extra terrible. And so I was talking to my friend, who I, like, trust usually. With with shit, she was like, "I have a good like homeopathic healer. She has like endometriosis or whatever, and so that's a uterine thing. Yeah, it's a uterine thing. That's she's one of those always, uterus like, things. Yeah, that's one of those. Yeah, and she's always like in pain, and so I kind of like trusted her for right? some reason, and." I went to, um, I, I genuinely, genuinely thought it was going to be a doctor's office, but it was right. just like a dark house in Venice. And I, to the point where like, I thought I walked into the wrong house and I like walked back out and walked down the street and I was like, I guess this is it. And then a woman... <laughs> Drinking boxed wine came out Wait, how do you know she's drinking boxed wine? Because she poured the gla- <laughs> glass she, of boxed I smelled like, it and I was like, oh uh,
2: Wait, so did you see her dispense, dispense it? Dispense it into a glass Did she greet you first or did she like
3: As you know, when someone's like, hey, oh my god, you're here Um, Oh my god, so you followed her in the kitchen and I you followed saw her, her in the dispense kitchen Because I couldn't find her for like five minutes In the house? Yeah, that's why I thought I was in the wrong house And I was like, if, if, I, if I'm in the wrong house I'm going to fucking kill myself <laughs> because Holy that's shit. terrifying And um and I found her and she was um drinking she's, she's drinking herself. her wine. Was she's it white her,
2: rose or or red?
3: It, it was red wine. I can't and I, also the doctor's appointment was at like six o'clock PM just to make it like even It was a was dark. It at this was dark. Time, okay. It was before daylight savings time. So
2: dark, drinking red box wine.
3: In the dark. Um and she starts talking about trigeminal neuralgia mm-hmm. and she was like, uh, "They call it the suicide disorder," and I was like, "That's fantastic." And then she went on to explain why. It's because most people that have it end up killing themselves. Over, it. I don't know what statistics she's looking at, but um, I trust her. It's on the side of the box of wine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "I had a patient had trigeminal neuralgia killed himself," and I was oh. like, "Oh, that's so cool. Oh, good for you. Good for great. You. Uh, should I leave now?" Yeah, and. <laughs> That so she was like lay down on the table. I'm like whatever, and then she starts talking about how her ex husband poisoned her. She's like, yeah, I've been poisoned before And I was oh, like, oh, wow. oh, for sure It sounds like a huge, uh, weird, paranoid lie The yeah. way she goes into it She's like, yeah, so I was poisoned And crushed seashells from the bottom of the sea Are what healed me And I was oh. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. know what you're dealing
2: with here Yeah, I
3: get one of these You, yeah.
2: got, a sp- you got a true spacer
3: I got a spacer It's like me. a
2: deep space case
3: And then she wanted to finger my asshole for 20 minutes And I let her, uh, to fix my face. Well, can, you, can you like <laughs> slow down a bit? I'll go back. To that? Um, she was like, "Oh, can I do internal work on you?" And I just figured, I don't know what the—I didn't know what it meant. I don't know why I was there. I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And should I just tell it how I tell the bit? You can do it however okay. you want. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and I think it's funny it's, either it's, anyway e- Either way, thank you. Okay. <laughs> and so she asked if she could do internal work and I was like yeah whatever and then she's like should I ask your dad first and I was like okay now I would like to know what the internal work consists of because I had no idea and you want to ask my dad about it and uh, She's like, oh, well, we go in rectally, you know, and we like mess with your tailbone because her theory is that the trigeminal neuralgia is caused by the tailbone. Because it's like a nervous thing. It's It's like a a nerve thing. Like a nerve. Yeah, and she thinks that something about the tailbone is like connected to the trigeminal nerve or whatever. Whatever her, it kind of makes sense. And she was like, so you want to go in rectally and just like massage that for like 25 minutes. And I was like. Jesus
2: Christ.
3: Okay, cool. You don't have to ask my dad about that. Um. And then I let her, and it was extremely painful. It wasn't even like a kind of mildly like yeah. enjoyable thing. It was like really bad. I don't know how it could possibly be. Yeah, there was no way that it could have been pleasant, especially like a, in that scenario.
2: I've had a lot of experience with stuff in my ass, uh, yeah. medically. Yeah, <laughs> Like not sexually, but medically. <laughs> Either way. Like um, a significant amount of experience with it. No, there's probably people out there with more. Yeah. And God bless them. But I've had a lot, and I can't think of an instance where there's never been a time I've ever had a pro. You know what procto is? Yes. I've had a bunch of them. There's never been a time where, like, oh, this is getting better. (laughs) It's not getting, it doesn't
3: get easier. It's like your asshole doesn't remember, (laughs) like, oh, this is
2: what's happening. I remember this. this. Now it's always like, what the
3: fuck? It's almost as if it's like a foreign thing. Well, I mean, it, it is, but like every single time, it's like, what is happening? And you know um I never went back to see her again. Oh wait, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I just still, was, was there a point, you said like 25 minutes, was there a point in there where you're kind of like, uh, are you, oh, can we get like a, are we halfway?
3: Or what, where are we right now? <laughs> we, Is it I working? Being like, ow, like, ow. And she'd be like, I'm sorry. no, I'm like, yeah, but like, ow. Um, Jesus Christ. Like, and the whole appointment lasted two and a half hours. It wasn't like was in, th- in and out. Wow. She did a bunch of, like, just like massaging my okay. skin. And, you know, just really, like, and she would say, like, weird things, like, oh, when you turn this way, the bone does this, and, like, showed, I, it was just a lot. And then that's she insane. was talking about my friend who referred me and her, like, breakup. She's like, yeah, you heard about, like, Ingrid and, and Tyler? And I was like, not really. Holy that's shit. also not my business. Yeah,
2: it's also, uh, <laughs> typically doctors don't do that. Yeah, it's, they, it
3: was weird and gossipy, and... Drunky, and it was just a, a weird good time, gossipy, drunky, Venice. And it was definitely worth the hour and a half drive together because, like, if it's at 6 p.m. in Venice, I live in fucking Reseda. Oh, you do? Yeah, so it takes an hour oh, and a half. Oh, it takes forever. And so it was like a five hour ordeal. So, and you'll never get that back. I'll never get those <laughs> five. Do I want those five hours back? Yeah, they were well spent. That's insane. That's cool. What? so when did you first start having that problem? This problem, literally. Only like November. Okay. I got sober and this started happening to my face. I'm not linking it because there's no technical reason. Right. But I'm like linking it. That's interesting though. No, you got so why did you decide to get sober? Because it's I mean, exhausting. That's, that's a dumb question. No, that's it's like not. the dumbest like, question. I feel like it's every like- person has a different reason that yeah. they get sober. Um why did you decide to make the best decision ever? did <laughs> you <laughs> um, November 14th. Uh, <laughs> it was because I was just like tired of like catching the high, you know, like having to catch the high. All yeah. Because I was like addicted to pills, and it's hard to like find people that are good people. Wait, so you said you stopped drinking though? But that, I mean, you stopped, oh, I stopped drinking. Well, I was like addicted everything. to pills. Yeah. What kind of pills? Xanax mostly, but also like Adderall. That's like, and it's not like, the hardest addiction to get. Yeah, yeah, it is. But I've like had pill addiction issues like since I was like younger. So okay. it's not like not to get weird and therapeutic. No, I mean also, uh, that's is, cool. I this think is it's therapeutic. cool. Therapeutic, and um. So it wasn't something I had like never dealt with before, but I mm-hmm. was like genuinely like in too deep, and I was hanging out with like, you know, the shitty side of the comedians that just do drugs all the time. Really? Yeah. I guess I may I don't know. I feel like I don't. They're undercover. Times, the shitty drug addict comedians are ever, undercover as nice people until you start doing the drugs with them, and then you're like, oh, this person, fucking blows.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of that that happens, isn't It's a weird thing with like certain types of drugs. Is it? It at face value, it seems good, but
3: then when you get in that sort of den, yeah, it, re, re, people
2: reveal themselves to be kind of kind of snakes, right? A super
3: snakes. It's weird. Yeah. And then I've like only like I've had a lot like my friendships have been healthier since I got sober.
2: I bet because it's like you're not like uh, masking things. Is that maybe what it is? Yeah,
3: I guess so. I guess I was masking things, and it just gets to the point where like you don't get high anymore because you take it so often. So it's like no fun. Oh yeah. And then like the only thing I was really like stressing out about is like the emotional. And physical withdrawal mm-hmm. from it, obviously. That though. was ho- how long did that last? Like, like, like physically, like two weeks, but emotionally, like thirty days. I was really angry. I was like really, really mad at everyone yeah. for no everything. I wasn't like outwardly being angry, but I was like internally, passive-aggressively angry at everyone.
2: Because that stuff, the uh, those benzos, <laughs> whatever it is, the uh, those the Xanax. Xanax isn't a benzo, is it? It is a benzo. It is. A benzo? It is. Yeah, those are they're just uh, they're like designed to be yeah I like that they're so terribly addictive they're yeah like exactly incredibly yeah. addictive yeah that's crazy That's like there's people who live their entire lives who just manage that addiction instead of even quitting yeah? because it's so fucking no, hard I know to get my, off
3: my, my uncle does that though. really? I, yeah no he does you like I, a crazy family right? I do have a, a really weird crazy family I
2: remember you talked about a little bit when we did a show and was it in Seattle? <laughs>
3: Yeah, sorry that that show was funny. Everyone after my set came up to me and was like, "Are you okay?" They all asked me if I was okay. Oh, really? Yeah, I was so fucked up. I was like, "I'm fucking fine." Yeah, that's how the show goes. I guess people don't get they don't get they didn't get the the format of the show.
2: Also, you talked about some heavy shit too. Yeah, (laughs) I tried. Yeah, it was cool though. Thanks. That's what I'm saying. Is like when you talk about heavy shit, it's like cool, interesting to me because you talk about it in a way that doesn't make like. I sometimes all talk about Like my bowel issues on stage And I used to t- Struggle with it Because I'd get people saying "Oh," I'm like no Don't fucking <laughs> know fun. Oh when someone says "Oh," I get
3: so fucking angry It's the
2: worst Because that's not what you want That's not You wouldn't be telling it If you're not looking for all. you want the opposite And that That's my pr- I realized it was my fault Because I presented it In a way that people somehow got a smell sadness or sadness yeah. out of it. Yeah, I, I, I don't can't remember how I figured out how to do it, but I figured out a way to say it in a way that was like, "Oh, this is we're all laughing together because this is absurd." It's absurd, yeah. Yeah, because exactly. you survived it. So, yeah. Well, you thank great you for that. that. Yeah,
3: I feel like when I first started, it was more of like an awe thing. People awed me yeah. a lot more.
2: Well, how long have you been doing it for?
3: A year and a half. <laughs> So really? So when I first started... That's crazy to me. When I first started, that yeah. sounds like a douchey thing to say when I've been doing it for a year and a half. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say something I forgot. Yeah. So my family's crazy, but my dad had gotten um, mixed into a business scheme. Mm-hmm. And that's why we moved to Kauai in the first place. Because wow, okay. some dude was like, I'll fly you out here. My dad works with glass. So, you know, like windows, doors, yeah. not cleaning them, installing them, obviously. And... Uh, he this guy was like, We'll fly you out here, you can work for me, mm. whatever and then he flew him out there and then that guy got arrested for all this like fraud stuff and oh, so my shit. parents were just stuck in on, an, on the island. Yeah. That's like this And they made it work. Thing. It was kinda like this thing really? where they, Yeah, they made it work like really well, like better than it's working now. So How did they uh, what did they do to, to um, make it work? I guess my dad just like got his business up and running. And then it was like the biggest glass business on the island. Fucking cool. Yeah. Shaka, bro. Exactly. <laughs> fucking hang loose on that one. That's fucking rad. I just,
2: because I, I was, there, was there one time in Kauai for like maybe like a week or something. Mm hmm. That place is, it's like Whole Foods, the island. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. You know what I
3: mean? It's a very, really weird place to grow up as like an emo white kid.
2: Yeah. Cause it's, uh, cause uh, my girlfriend, she grew up, she lived there for about maybe five or six years when she On was, Kauai? she lived in uh, uh, Oahu. Oh, cool. So cool. she lived, she went to school in, uh, I think it's Kailua. Mm-hmm. It's like the East coast of uh, Oahu. Right. It's like a little, little, a little town.
3: Yeah. My best friend lives there.
2: And that's her Her description of that is crazy just because it's such a localized culture, mm-hmm. but Kauai has got to be even yeah, Kauai more. Kauai is even, it's like
3: times 10, like when people are like, I'm from Hawaii, and then they say they're from Oahu, I'm like, you don't fucking. You it. don't get You're it. You're like, oh, so you know Jonah Ray, and I'm like, I don't know Jonah no. Ray, and our lives are actually probably completely different.
2: Yeah, because you grew up in Honolulu. Exactly. Which is like... It's,
3: it's different There's it's like, meth there yeah, Well, there's a lot of meth on Kauai Really? There's more meth on Kauai, I would really? say, than there, yeah Really? Yeah, it's like a hey, It's well, not a secret either You're
2: listening to live to tapes we'll let you know If you're looking for meth, uh, there's more meth in Kauai There's a lot more meth in Kauai
3: If you're planning your next Hawaii right. trip and you're looking to get fucking pinned <laughs> Is that, is that what you say? <laughs> I mean, that's one of the. things. Are you things. serious
2: fucking pinned? Yeah,
3: my friends will call me and they'll be like, bro, I'm so fucking pinned
2: right now. Are you so, oh my God. I, I can't
3: I, even handle how fucking pinned I am. Just like pinned. I'm driving home drunk. Like people in Hawaii also don't care about anything. Right. I, my best friend will Snapchat me like, bro, I'm so fucking drunk. I'm so fucking pinned right now. I don't even fucking care. Like blasting rap. And that's like normal. That's like yeah. being a good person.
2: Is it just because the island is so, I mean, there is something about being on an island like that. It's an he...
3: aggression. It's like in a, you grow this, I guess it's like a, Really. it's like, a turf type of thing. Like this is my yeah. fucking island, and you get this like aggression. Even like my my white friends just have like this tone of like an un. What's the how would I say? It? It's it like was, a rage, an unchecked un, rage. It was like it's like a misplaced like um, arrogance. Okay. I would say it's like a, it's like an undeserving arrogance in your voice. Just like, because you live on Kauai, you're yeah, like a badass. And on top of that, you're speaking pidgin, which is the local slang. Right. So you it's sound like a, like a fucking idiot. And on top of that, the undeserved um, arrogance. It's a real, yeah. it's a real lovely language.
2: There was that thing I, I noticed. Uh, the t- I've only been there twice. I went to Kauai. I went to. Oh, wow. I, got, I guess I've been... Actually, I've been a quite good amount of tennis. Um, cool. Uh, that was a cool thing I just remembered. Uh, there's, there's like, a lot of dudes who are, have, like, aggressive tattoos and those hunting dogs. Yeah, and Toyota Tacomas. Yeah, lifted. T- t- Tacomas with the fucking big old stickers <laughs> yeah. in the back window. Let's that, uh, say, like, like <laughs> no my, fear. No fear, like, my dogs are killers, or... <laughs>
3: yeah, like, <sighs> it's always no fear, tap out, um... We got some... Uh, local pride? Lo- it, yeah. Something like that. Like local legend. Oh, it's always like local legend. Some, always always like local legend and then oh. some like last name that every other person on the island has.
2: Really? Which is like what? What's <sighs> like a common Hawaii name?
3: Common Hawaii name? Oh, Scorpion. Yeah, there we go There are scorpions on island There's really? a lot of like bitey bugs Not to change topics So there's like centipedes We have cane spiders Did you ever see? Did you see? No, any I think I've seen cane
2: spider I'm uh, into spiders I do, I do like spiders quite a bit I think uh, they're pretty cool they're,
3: When all the cane sugar fields Were cut right. down on Kauai In the, I don't know Before I was born uh, all the spiders they like dispersed Into the rest of the island And they're fucking oh. huge They're like they can grow up to the size of I don't obviously can't over podcast show you You but can describe it It's like the size of like a dinner plate You're kidding me I'm not joking That's like what they can grow to But they're usually like Oh Wow, usually like this, like big. the size
2: of like a a uh, palm,
3: including yeah. the fingers.
2: So maybe like four or five inches in diameter, no, like
3: including your fingers. Oh
2: Christ, that's huge. I'm
3: not joking either. I'm not exaggerating.
2: I can't wait to see one now.
3: Yeah, I mean, Google it whenever you want. They're terrifying, and they would crawl in my bedroom. When I was a child, you get bit by one? They bite, but they're not like poisonous. Oh, they just like bite to hurt. To hurt you, yeah. Yeah, see,
2: so, yeah, yeah. I'd be down for that. I was, for a long time, I was kind of wanting to get bitten by a black widow.
3: Oh, yeah, just for like the experience. Yeah, the experience just of it, but it's like, it.
2: I'm sort of like not allowed to. <laughs> I feel like I'll get in trouble with all the people who love me. Yeah.
3: They'll and- be like, hey,
2: man. Um, just don't, don't do that. I'm like, I just want to, I want to see what I it feels really like.
3: Wanted, yeah. That's, um, that would be a cool way to go. I
2: yeah. Mean, I don't think it would kill you though. It's just a neuro. It's not I like mean, a, some people die from it. Some people, but they're usually like really old or they're yeah, babies. They have like, <laughs> or you've already got something going wrong with you.
3: Yeah. yeah I was going to say you already have like some condition. You're mm-hmm. like allergic to spiders. Exactly. shit.
2: I'm allergic to spiders. I invite them.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, there was this guy actually on Kauai once he got bitten by a brown recluse. Oh, was, they had those there? Yeah. And I was walking by him by a coffee shop yeah. and he was like, oh, I got bit really bad. And I was like, oh, can I see it? And it was like, he should have been at the hospital. Like this man just, was going to die. He was just a hippie that didn't believe in like modern medicine. Oh, it was a big infected. It thing. was just like like you know like when it's like green and black and it's like just like huge like I mean, gaping. Uh, honestly, yeah, like it was pretty necrotic. Tight. And you just don't say anything. You're like, I wish you the best, and you Damn. continue on. He might not
2: have actually been bit. There's this thing I always talk about this all the time. This is like me being a uh, an asshole, I guess, but. A lot of people think they got bit by a black widow When actually they just have a localized staph
3: infection <laughs> I like that I believe that That's very true. And staph is spiders. like a huge thing on Kauai is it? Everything's a huge thing Like lice is like a huge Are you thing serious? And it's called uvkus it's not called lice
2: Is that because it's like the, uh, the Environment allows it to thrive
3: Yeah I think it's That's the environment so And then the fact that there's such few people Like together all the time yeah. And then like there's a lot of hippies too Um yeah, and so there's uku's and there's like trucks that will come remove your lice for you. A truck? Yeah, a truck, like a mean? mobile
2: lice service. So if you if you have lice in your head yes. in your hair. Yes. And they'll come out there And they'll, they'll remove the nits
3: oh, They'll remove it But it's usually like The worst case of lice Like everyone just oh lets it go Oh god. I just I'm just thinking back To my own childhood And the own lice memories This is crazy Did you ever get it? Oh yeah I've had lice like a lot Not wow. to be like I, I feel like if you have lice You're not a gross person You just fucking have no. lice I've had like I've had lice I've had scabies Scabies was worse than lice What is scabies? Hardcore
2: Scabies is like the thrift store disease Right?
3: Yeah I got it when <laughs> I was living In Houston though Not okay. in Hawaii <laughs> the thrift store disease. I, know, I got I've, it from a trailer, but yeah, a same trailer? thing. Yeah.
2: So how long? When did you leave Kauai?
3: Uh, when I was 12, 13 ish. Got it. And then you moved back to the mainland? No, I moved to a, a bunch of different places. Really? Mm-hmm. I can tell you if you would like. Me yeah, to. talk about it if okay. you want to. Yeah, no, it's a uh, interesting. Uh, I think it's interesting. And uh, uh, I left Hawaii, and then I went to Fresno to go to boarding school when I was twelve. Oh really? Yes, for eight months, and then while I was the infras now. Why did you go to boarding okay, school? Okay, we'll go into that thing. Okay. I was like, do I or do I? I mean, you can do it? I what went you to want. boarding school. Uh, it was a weight loss boarding school, mm-hmm. and also like therapy slash therapeutic, but it was just like a weight loss boarding school, and it was very. Uh, I feel like it was like too much money. For the conditions That we were living It was in the middle Of a raisin field well, Like Fresno, outside of Fresno Yeah
2: If you're in Fresno In general It's probably, it probably. too much Anything in Fresno it was, Is overpriced I, I, I
3: didn't realize Until like a few months In that everyone But me was rich That oh, really? there Yeah So it was like was a Severin time. there Yeah, yeah. Um, Mike Tyson's daughter Was though really? Am I allowed Is that like rude to say No it's uh, not Too late Too late <laughs> I can't Hey Mickey um, yeah. Her name's Mickey Isn't that great That's pretty it's cool like Mike, Mickey Tyson Mike and then mickey imagine being like that. a lot of dudes like that do that it's i know weird, it's, like ego thing I, I know i hate it that's why i was like could you imagine Fucking, it's like so the else. women that name their daughters like their name yeah I, I, i'll never understand um yeah anyway so into this weight loss boarding school it's like a intensive program where they make you lose the weight rapidly uh-huh. through like this like it, um, completely unsafe thing. Completely unsafe, like confusing diet. Jesus. Or like, yeah, like, uh, but like, it wasn't unsafe amount of like calorie, like caloric wise and everything. Right. It wasn't bad, but versus how much we were working out was kind of oh, yeah, that's, bad that's scary yeah we were working out like six or seven times a day and i was like i was prescribed adderall and i was just like oh, uh, the perfectionist type that was like i have to be the best one here wow. and so i made sure i was the best one there well, that's cool and then i was and then i got an eating disorder and then i while my parent while i was there my parents had moved to arizona how much adderall were you taking well, there it was controlled because we had, like, a nurse. So oh, I was, how much? Like, taking 30 milligrams a day. That's, still, that's, a, that's a lot that's of that. That's it's not that much compared to how much I was taking afterwards. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. It's so It was so, like, I reached the point, like, when I was living on my own and I was, like, 16. Yeah. I was taking, like like, 160 milligrams or whatever equals, like, a day. And then, like, drinking Monster and, like, going into psychosis. That's that's why I can't do drugs.
2: But that's, like, if your tolerance is really high. Like, if you took that, if a regular person took that... Oh, they
3: would fucking go
2: insane. Yeah, you might have a heart attack. Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) I I should have multiple times had a heart attack. That's insane. So you were taking... The Adderall was being prescribed to you. Yes. And then... uh, um, Um. Well, this is like, this is, I went to the boarding school twice, so this technically was more of an issue the second time. Okay. But yeah, my parents had moved to Arizona while I was in Fresno. We well, lived that, in Arizona for like 6 months in that like a trick? City. They try to trick you like you I know. don't think they were trying to trick me. I think they were just like by the way, um we we moved out to the worst city in Arizona. Really? And my cat died like the first day we moved in there. <laughs> but you were you didn't move. You were in the boarding school when they yeah. moved, right? Yeah, well my so- cat died the first day and they were like, "Yeah, oh, your cat died. Christ. We've moved." And then I went to go see the house mm-hmm. and it's Genuinely, it was—it's—it was like a trailer town, but there was like a street, like a giant hill of like houses, mm-hmm. and ours was at like the very top in a really ominous way and when you walk in there's like a giant porch like the wall itself is a portrait of these cowboys killing indians like it's not a portrait like that's the whole entire wall oh, wow. and i was like oh that's cool and it was a two-story house i'd never lived in a two-story house and it was for sure haunted jesus and it doesn't sound that interesting while i'm saying it but thinking back it was a very haunted very scary place what was the most uh, what was top two top two haunts haunts <laughs> i can do i can say the top one haunt okay. cuz my dad said That's he was still on, pretty good still one cuz like other times was just like it felt weird and yeah. i just fucking i sound like a dumbass so uh, you know those christmas toys that um sing when you press them that are not connected they're not like connected to an outlet it's a like, battery powered battery powered christmas toy what kind we of had song? like You know, like we wish we wish you a merry Christmas. Christmas. We had like ten of those set up. It was like Christmas time. That's Uh why I was there, and it was like storming really bad. We were watching The Strangers, you know, the one they made before they pretended it never existed and made the remake that just came out. No, you never. Do you never seen the original Strangers? Have I? What's who's in it? Nicole Kidman. You know the fucking people that are in horror movies that. Oh, people who are non-existent. Yeah. yeah. They're always in the horror movies. Okay. It was them. And right. they just remade the, the movie just came out. It came out 10 years ago. Now it's back. And I was like, they shouldn't have yeah. done that to a classic anyway. That doesn't matter. Watching the movie. That was and the haunting? Was no, they remaking this movie? <laughs> no, how What dare I'm trying they. to say
2: is... Uh, that's not a haunting. The remake's
3: actually better, but we're okay. not. it's not the topic at hand. The Christmas toys all started going off at the same time wow. while I was watching the movie. That sounds spooky. It's so stupid when I say it. It out does out sound loud. stupid, but
2: you know, at the same time, it's like at, that's what that's what makes a haunting a haunting. It's is not a, th- that it's very stupid. Ghosts are basically just like professional gaslighters, yeah, right? Like, exactly. They're like, they're like they make you gaslight yourself by making you see shit that you, it sounds like that's all that happens? Like, no, I swear to God. Yeah, it exactly. just like, jumped up and it fell. It's like, dude, that, that, that table just broke. No, it wasn't broken before.
3: Exactly. A ghost broke it. Okay. It's me trying to explain ghosts all the time. Um, Yeah, and then my dad was like, it's not fucking, because he knew that he just didn't want to deal with me being scared. So he was right. like, this place isn't fucking haunted. And then we moved like six months later and he was like, yeah, it was haunted. He's so like, I he saw a ghost. To, He saw a ghost. He said he saw someone. Well, it could have been sleep huh. paralysis. Huh. He said he saw someone like floating over him when he woke up one night. I just got the willies. I am so-
2: I just got them
3: <laughs> So you know um, That was um, That's scary Arizona. I don't remember like anything from, I remember like a, I was only there for like a week I don't know why I'm acting like I grew up there
2: Well it's enough to get haunted It is enough to get haunted Then you haunted. guys moved around again
3: We moved again I went back to Hawaii For a year Really? And then my dad was like I'm going on a business trip to Texas And I was like okay and then they never came back, and then I went back to boarding school because I was like, I don't want to stay here in right. Hawaii by just yourself or with just your mom. It was with my mom, but shit was shitty, you know. And so I was like, You're I'm going to go. Yeah, or just yeah, or just not really one at all. My mom's always been addicted to meth, so oh, okay. it was a great island for that's, her to live. That's on. That's like a
2: really um, uh, what you just said is a very. <laughs> Uh, it's a heavy statement that you said in a way It's just Nonchalant so, in yeah. a sense
3: Well, it's like Factual more than it is emotional. So you've always known her that way. Yeah. That's crazy. My dad said that she was on meth before she got pregnant with me, and then she stopped while she was pregnant with me, and then, like, literally two days later, went back onto it. And I was like, that's dedication. Thanks, mom. Thank you. And so she was on meth, and I was like, I want to go back to this weird school. And plus, okay, like, the first time I went there, I was 12. I was the only 12 year old there. Everyone Everyone else was was like 16. Okay to like 20 something so that was horrifying Mm -hmm. because i didn't know anything besides hawaii and everyone thought i was a weirdo and i thought they were all weird and my roommate like pissed in my water bottle it was great um so i went back and then my dad was like hey you can move with me to texas Mm -hmm. if you want to and i was like it's better than Hawaii. So they were split up at that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, like, they told me they were getting divorced on my birthday in 2010. And I was like, this is a cool day. And I didn't really care that much, but yeah. it was still like my birthday. And then um, I moved to the worst part of Houston. Houston is a, Houston can be a real shithole. Exactly, exactly. Houston is it's like a in place... In Tomball, that, it was like right outside of Houston.
2: Yeah, I, people, I mean, I don't know that much about it, but I do know when I was there years ago for work... It's like the, the the people we're working with who are locals were explaining how there's parts of Houston that have people have dirt floors. Yeah, that no one knows about. Yeah, it's, like, it's it's like a it's so big that it's just. There's, there's we drove by some places where I'm like, damn, this place. Was wrecked
3: is, yeah and, it and I can only wrecked. imagine after the flooding it's so much worse but oh man yeah I lived in Tomball and there were just like you know scabies everywhere and stuff like that and everyone was doing heroin and uh,
2: that's well everyone's who's doing heroin it's just everyone, like,
3: everyone I know. guess everyone I was a, so I, I guess not everyone there was yeah. doing heroin I always just found myself around I was in junior year. Of, I went to six different high schools. I should wow. throw that out. That's cool. So, that was this was my junior year. Of high school. Yeah. So I like just got. 16, out of, 17? I was 16. Mm-hmm. 15 turning 16, because I remember. Okay, anyway. And um, I don't know. I got into a lot of trouble there. I got arrested. Got arrested in Houston. For what? I went to school. That's a good country song right there. Cody <laughs> in s- Denver,
2: arrested in Houston. They- <laughs> <laughs> I, have you heard that song before? I have. Odeed in Denver. It's OD'd a John. Denver. It's a Hank Williams Junior song. Oh, yeah, it's a it real famous a... redneck anthem. I think right. it's Odeed in Denver, and I just can't remember your name.
3: Something I like love that. that. I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to but, it. So you got arrested? I got arrested. I went to school too fucked up. In the morning, too pinned, I, too pinned, <laughs> fucking pinned. No, I had taken a bunch of Xanax. This runs deep. Okay. I ta- had taken a bunch of Xanax before school, and um, I'm, you know, I'm sitting in first period, and I'm thinking, all right, I'm too fucked up to be here yeah just not gonna look at anyone but xanax
2: that doesn't that just shut you down like you're not like really
3: i wasn't like up at all i was like just really like you could tell that i was just not there because i'd like smoke some weed with it you know i okay. made it fun and then i got there and i was like i can't look at anyone today and everyone already knew me as like for some reason i'd been there for like seven months and i was still like this already like the most known drug addict at the school wow. i have that fun um effect and so I was like don't talk to anyone don't look at anyone sitting in first period and this girl that I don't like sat next to me and she, like, looked at me immediately and was like, what are you on? And so I punched her in the face. But okay. I'm not a violent person. Yeah. It wasn't me. I think that's okay. I don't like telling the story because it makes me sound like a cunt, like a violent bitch. I don't think it does, actually. Okay, I really don't cool, think so. Because cool. um,
2: I can just see First that off, person saying that. Rat. Like, yeah, like, the what person The person you said asking you what you're on reminds me of the, the only time I've ever had someone, like, doing stand-up once at the improv and... I can't remember where it was. Uh, Irvine. And I was like hosting. I didn't know. I never hosted before. So I was like just doing my standup. I didn't know you have to like be like, hey, I'm this person. Hey, who's got a birthday? Who's got a cell phone? (laughs) I didn't know that. I was just doing like my weird ass (laughs) aggressive character bits. Like super aggressive oblique alternative character bits in front of a bunch of fucking normies from...
3: Irvine, the, fuck you were,
2: the yeah. only Republican place in all of Southern <laughs> California, and this this lady in the front row was with her boyfriend. She looked me in the eyes. and She said, "You're not funny." <laughs> and she said in a way where it just was like, "Oh, like, like infuriating. So, like so nasty." Yeah. And the face I saw when you described that story just now was the same thing. What are you oh, on? I was the like, same you're thing.
3: Joking. Just. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then they were like, they were like. Where then they then I like tried to hide in the bathroom. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they were like Corey, and I was like, yeah, I was like way too fucked up, like mm-hmm. just three sheets to the wind. And then they brought me and they searched me, and they're like, if you have anything on you, we're gonna have to arrest you. And I had like. Enough of like the Whoa. shittiest weed you've ever seen in your entire life and half a pipe like that had broken in half, <laughs> okay. so I only had like the bowl part, but well, you had enough. <laughs> this is in Houston, it's in Texas, yeah, it's in Texas. NFL and then I got arrested, they took me to they detained me at the police station down the street from you're, my you're house. 15, yeah, Jesus Christ, man, and then. My dad wouldn't pick me up from the police station down the street from my house because he was mad at me. So what did you do? How <laughs> so were you my there? dad, my dad's coworker had to go pick me up. Wow. Yeah. Because
2: he told he your dad told his coworker like, hey pick her up.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like pick her up from, from jail. My dad's never had a non-corrupt coworker. Man. He's never had anyone that would be like like it would be embarrassing to tell them like, "Oh, my daughter's in jail. Please go pick them up." That's like a normal. Oh,
2: it's just like a normal
3: thing. It's just a normal thing. Yeah. In the we were there. living with a guy who had actually owned a bar on Kauai. Man. And so he, like knew our whole lives. It was Yeah. He was he was crazy. He knew about the meth. He knew about the meth he did the meth. He had like mail-order brides brought to the island. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> a
2: meth addict who's getting
3: mail-order brides. Yeah, there was one named Sylvia, and she was really nice, and I remember her. That's how I knew they were mail-order brides Because um, she's so nice? She was nice, and then there were more of them after and i was like oh well he like
2: what he burned through them he
3: burned through them like but sylvia they, like tried to teach me japanese at least oh shit she was nicest but she was also crazy everyone is crazy i'm going off topic i'm sorry
2: there's no topic that that's is off true topic. that's true you should start a podcast called everyone's crazy
3: everyone's fucking
2: nuts yeah everyone was crazy i guess everyone, everyone kind of is crazy everyone's it's not I'm still understand.
3: pretty crazy but it's toned down
2: so you still talk to your most of your family or no
3: I mean, I didn't know a lot of my extended family when I was growing up cuz they all lived here. Right. Are you an only child? Yes. Oh, okay. So, I they kind of like act like I they think that I think I'm too good to talk to them mm. in like a sense, but it's just that I don't know know them, you know. Yeah, if you don't know my people. My cousin, I do know my cousin on my mom's side really well. The female cousin there's uh a male too and when we get together it is bad and bad things happen the only reason i've ever smoked weed or done anything is because of my cousin really so how Uh, that i can talk about that's that's an interesting story actually
2: Corey's Uh, gonna talk about how she got into drugs
3: how i got into drugs so i i was (laughs) like um i think i'd come back from boarding school the first time and so you're probably 12 i was 12 i was 12 and my mom was like we're gonna stay in the valley for a month until we go back, I don't know. Like San Fernando Valley. Yes. like Where we are right where, now. Yes, where we are at the moment. And um, my cousin was 15, 16 at the time. She was mm-hmm. like, come with me into the car. I'm going to show you something. She like smoked weed in front of me. And right. she's like, it's really fun. And I was like, okay. And then the next day she's like, I think it's time for you to smoke weed. And I was like, I guess I'll try it. Someone at boarding school told me about it and they mm-hmm. told me it was great. And we went into... Like she was like We can't smoke in my house So we went in her backyard Like into her dog's house Like a dog, dog house. house We like crinkled ourselves Into the dog house That's funny Smoke some weed out of a can As you do when you're 12 yeah. It would be illegal To smoke it out of a normal Smoking device mm-hmm. the first time And I got so fucking high Some people say They never got They never get stoned The first time I, I got like times. Insanely high right? Like so high I've never been that high since Wow And these people Were painting the bathroom, and they were like, "Can you go get me a hair blow dryer?" And I did, and I like walked down the street with it. That's how high I was. You just forgot. I forgot. I forgot where I was going. Forgot what I was doing. That's funny. And then the next night, is this she North got Hollywood me drunk. This was and this is like Northridge. Yeah, it's like and it like Rosita. Right. And the next night she got me drunk and I got alcohol poisoning drunk And almost died She was like, okay, let's drink this bottle of Jack Daniels So oh, I fuck. drank an entire bottle Of Jack Daniels to, to myself, and as if that's not enough I drank an entire bottle of red wine To myself And I legitimately almost died You're from 12 it. years old I was 12 years old Jesus Christ! And I almost died, and I puked red wine all over my aunt's like white carpet, and she's like a clean freak. She hated it. She hated it. And then I thought hangovers were just supposed to feel like you were actually dying for like four days, but I just had alcohol poisoning. I oh. never went to the hospital for it because my cousin Shit. was like, "Don't tell anyone." Yeah. But everyone like knew. But yeah, it was this for was four 12. days. Yeah, I was really, really sick. Damn. But I, I kind of just don't drink much because of it. I've never been a drinker. Because of that, I think I think that I think it stems from that. It's that Tony Robbins thing. Yeah, I, t- no. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: You know that motivational speaker Tony Robbins? I've that guy the like really
1: him. big. His voice is kind of like he sounds. He literally really sounds. Oh, uh, he literally sounds kind of like this. That's no. He sounds kind of like this. No,
3: I do not know Tony Robbins. i You know, you heard you know Tony
2: Robbins. I probably is. do. But. He's this massive dude has a goatee. He gives on he's like really popular. He wrote a bunch of books. He's more of like a 90s 80s guy, but he's still around. He uh is a motivational speaker, but it isn't's not just a motivational speaker. He he writes about a lot of stuff and talks about I don't know, how to change your life, how to get exactly. rich sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. But he's like actually a great person. He was like, like severely abused as a kid. Right. By his mom And he he's, so he's
3: not doing it Like for money No he's Like a scheme I mean, He he's makes like a ton thinks, of money Well but, yeah I'm sure He makes money But I'll he is it. like
2: He's always working Like there's a cool Documentary about him It's pretty interesting I should watch What's it called uh, I can't remember What it's called <laughs> so like, I'll google it like, It's fine I am the light Of the Lord The Savior God <laughs> And the covenant within Find me and know With which you will be But he talks about How he never um, Drank or smoked Because he had an Experience like that When he was really young it just made him Hate cigarettes Made him hate booze Really? Yeah,
3: I was a huge cigarette fan Because really? this guy named David Who was 18 when I was like 13 Smoked cigarettes and I was like David's so fucking cool Yeah, He probably was He he was, he was like dating 13 year olds so he wasn't oh, that okay. cool If we were yeah, hanging so no. out with him and he was like dating My best friend I was like David 18 year old skates dates My best friend he's the coolest guy I ever And he had like too many tattoos For an 18 year old on Kauai it made No sense Wow um, yeah, David they Silva. Shout out, David Silva. What they age fast? They they age fast, they, in Kauai? They do. It's you actually. That actually is a good. But like, you're expected to have lived a lot of life experiences by the time you're 12, or you're just like a pussy, like straight. Like if you're not like smoking crack at age yeah. 12, it's like you should tone it up a bit. You ever smoked crack? I wasn't smoking crack. No, okay. Well, I haven't smoked crack, but I've smoked crack. I wasn't. You have smoked crack? I've smoked crack like twice. What was it like? Smoking crack is like smoking shitty meth. (laughs) You know? (laughs) That's that's probably like
2: the best anti crack PSA I've ever heard, but it's also like a
3: pro (laughs) Pro meth. Yeah, it's definitely a pro. They would have these like flyers on the island that, like, not flyers, giant posters Mm -hmm. they plastered of like bloody sinks being like, you wouldn't think you'd rip off your face skin until you tried meth. and then it's like don't do it not even once you don't think you'd lose your virginity in the bathroom of a grocery store
2: that wouldn't be bad. At least it's, you're losing your virginity. Exactly, exactly. I was like, at least you're getting something done. Wait, so you, so you have, so you tried meth too. Yeah, I've tried meth. So how, cause I mean the, the story with the weed and the, and the booze, that makes sense. But that, that's also like,
3: that's like a thing that like a lot of people, yeah, through. Going yeah through I guess that. that's like, yeah, I've also obviously tried meth and crack. Um, when did you get into the, when the hard I, stuff, i when I was, like, living in Texas. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Because it was, like, a shit...
2: You, you hated being there. It was not, I hated, not a I good did, experience. It
3: wasn't... I, I guess, like, at that... Like, especially at 16, I was, like, a really confused person. Really? Because I uh, I just, like, been through all this weird shit from, like, 12 through 16. I never yeah. really, like, lived in the same place for a while since I'd lived in Hawaii. So I was just kind of, like, angry, like, teenager. Like, definitely, like, typical angsty yeah. piece of shit teenager. And I was like, let's fucking do drugs and rave. <laughs> I was a raver. I was a huge really? raver. Yeah. I was kind of into that shit. Yeah, raving. So, well, you were probably like in like a like a cool raving period. You probably. I guess like, so. It was. Up. It was actually pretty. It was like 2012, cool. like Deep Houston, disgusting rave era. Yeah, Houston had a big rave scene. It does have really a huge big. rave scene.
2: Houston, Minneapolis, Milwaukee. Oh, really. Yeah. Milwaukee. I wouldn't expect Milwaukee that. Milwaukee used to have a big, big rave scene, like hardcore shit. Like Milwaukee's hardcore. Wisconsin,
3: right? Yeah. Okay. That
2: kind right, of shit. So you say, you say
3: from, Minnesota, from Minnesota, right? Cool. Just making sure. I have a lot of mm-hmm. friends in Maple Grove. Oh, Maple Grove. What's Maple up? Maple Grove. Little dinker town. Little town. It's yeah. A there's a lot of heroin there, too. I think there is. Uh,
2: Midwest definitely has a lot of heroin. Heroin like goes like meth heroin like as you go across the United States. It's weird how many places. It's almost like... Every place has a heroin problem now.
3: Yeah, it's true. Like, it's meth just, is more, like, special. Like, if you have a meth problem, you're, you're more on the board. But I feel like everyone does heroin.
2: Yeah, it's like a thing where if you don't have something cool you're about, then, oh, we're going to be about heroin. We're
3: going to be about heroin, exactly. It's,
2: you're a small town that doesn't make a soda that exports. <laughs> I guess we're going to be... guess
3: we're going to slam yeah. dope instead. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to slam smack like it's nobody's business. So we tried that. I've smoked heroin. Okay, I wouldn't. Sh- I've, I wouldn't. I wouldn't stoop that low. How did you? When was? The, what was the first time like when you did? When I did meth? Yeah, terrifying. Really? I don't like being. Like I like being that. It was like similar because I'd been that high on like Adderall before, okay. but it was like amped up like times ten, which was scary to me because I thought I'd felt all that I could feel, and like I like. I don't like not sleeping. Yeah. How long did you not sleep for? For two days, two and a half oh, days. That's rough. And then but i've like done the same thing on Adderall, and it's just like really scary and you start to go into like like psychosis and your like thoughts don't make sense and you start like seeing colors and shit oh shit like a, like a dehydration psychosis situation
2: is it cuz you can't it's not possible to hydrate or it's it just oh no i so think you from just from like mind. you
3: just yeah you just stop thinking about you just like you're just like chain smoking Camel Crushes like <laughs> for like several hours. And you can't take like a, a something to bring you down. I mean, you could take Xanax, but that's just more fun. And like the mixture of it, it's like very unsafe, but it feels really good. It's really? like it's like like the poor man's speedball. So you wouldn't sleep then, would you? I personally would not fall asleep. Wow. People you can fall asleep. Like it's a good way to fall asleep, but I'd be like I want to ride this.
2: That's fucking crazy. So you, you smoked meth. Well, who was it with when you did it? Was
3: it like with my friend whose like sister smoked meth? Were you like reticent, or were you like ah, what the fuck? I was kind of just like ah, oh, what the fuck. My friends and I were kind of just always like, what what's the coolest thing we can do today? Um, and that day it was meth.
2: So did it become something you had to do it habitually, or no?
3: Was it- no, 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 no. I was like, I'll stick. With the thirty five dollar fake ecstasy pills, I'm buying from. What are fake ecstasy? Pills? I, they had something in them, but it wasn't like ecstasy. No, it, no MDMA. Just no.
2: Probably like what? What do they step on that shit with? Usually, it's just it, speed. Was,
3: it was like little, like like yeah, yeah. I guess so. It must have been like speed. They'd always like make up like oh, this is like a triple stacked, whatever. You're Double stack to China press. Yeah, exactly. Whatever you're trying to sell to a thirteen year old when you're like twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> A There's, triple stack? triple like triple stacks, 35 a pop. And we'd be like, that's a deal. Let's do it.
2: And when you do it, just be
3: speedy. Yeah, it would be like speedy or just like not even... It would be like placebo. Oh, my God. I, I would go as far as saying that like I've done it a few times and like said that it was doing something just yeah. as my friends did, you know? Yeah, good times. I've done real MDMA in Houston. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely almost died from that once too. How? I took too much. And then... Like oh, I took too, I took too much and it wasn't real MDMA obviously what the hell was it it was whatever the Coke? fuck it was called four FA there was a four FA Oh, okay. And then there was, like, a bunch of other research. Everyone was super into research chemicals. Right. In the town I was living in, there was a friend, I like, the first friend I made in that town. He lived down the street at the trailer park. He was, like, 15 but had his own trailer. It was really weird. Wow. It was disgusting in there. His name is well, is Mason. He's still alive. But it's his own. It's, it's his, his own. own. I was like, he lives by himself? That's crazy. I thought it was, like, impressive. And him and his friend would just make all these chemicals. And then one time, my I was, like, with my friends, and my friends had, like, a really, really bad experience with
2: really it. from homemade chemicals from, made by a 15 year old i know it's weird and it doesn't check out that's but, crazy oh man that sounds like the most sketchy that's one of the most sketchy I things i've care. ever heard i had
3: no regard like i had oh, of course not i would i did not care and i think back like if i were to do any of this now i would straight up die <laughs> like yeah. i straight up would at least like have an anxiety attack to the point where i killed myself because i can't think of doing any of that anymore yeah Maybe it's because I've done it and I know how it feels. I don't know. Five HTP. Five H. 5-H- that's a good. That's a good pill though. Is it? Yeah, it's I've like never a, done it. What is it? It's a. It's like a vitamin almost. Is it really? Maybe it's for. Yeah, it's five HTP. Yeah, it like. Like gives you like doesn't give you serotonin, but it, like, it's something of the sort. It gets you high. It doesn't get you high But you're supposed to Like Supposed to take it After you like Take oh, ecstasy Like the next right, okay. day Or whatever It's like I'm, a replenisher
2: I'm pr- I'm getting like Sections of vaults Of arrowwood confused <laughs> <laughs> Or <Right>. like Blue light dot org <laughs> You know what I mean? that's all that shit. Yeah. I used to be so used, into reading about that crap. I used to be crap. so—
3: re- Yeah, I, I think oh, the man. the reason I did so many drugs is because I was so in- fascinated by the idea of them.
2: It is fascinating as hell. It really is. I mean, I think that people who— What always blows my mind is people who've never done any type of drug and who are scared to do it, and they're adults. Yeah, no, and that weirds me out, like, too. Dude, like, it's like being scared to like climb a ladder yeah. or to— uh, I don't. I never jumped into a pool. Just walked in. <laughs> you've never jumped into a pool. You've only just slowly gone in. Yep, that's me. You know, that's don't want to don't want to jump in. It's Too, See, too much I'm water. A,
3: I'm a very scared person, so it's weird that I was so like, yeah, it's fucking.
2: I guess, but maybe it's the opposite. Yeah. It's you're scared because I think a lot of people are scared and they just actually live by that and there's people who are
3: scared and be like okay I'm scared of this but I'm gonna fucking, fucking just do it. do it I think yeah I think I spent a lot of my like sh- like younger childhood being scared and not doing anything yeah but I got to a point where I was like let's fucking do it all
2: I think I may have been sort of similar because I used to do well obviously slightly different but um, yeah that's how I felt about a lot of I was really scared to do mushrooms the first time. My friends told me. I don't me, like psychedelics. You don't? Not at all. No. Well, Molly is a psychedelic. Oh, are we gonna get technical? Yeah.
3: Okay. Cool. I mean, it really is. It is no, it is. If it's like yeah. pure, for sure. But no, psychedelics scare the fuck out of me. Continue. Really? Sorry, I cut you off. That's okay. But why do they scare you so much? Um, it's like a control I feel like thing. I, it's a control thing. I yeah. know that I would. I know that something weird and bad would happen. It's kind of I'm like scared to get anesthesia because I'm really yeah. Well, one, I think I'm just gonna die from it. Two, I'm just like afraid of what I'm gonna say when I yeah. Wake up. I've said some
2: weird shit. I've said some yeah. I've, I've said some dumb shit, I've not said weird,
3: some dumb shit. Too. I told
2: a nurse one time that I was um that at home me and my girlfriend call farting trumpet blasts
3: (laughs) oh that's so nice But i told
2: that like like hey check this out (laughs) yeah we call them trumpet blasts and i thought about that later and i just felt so fucking embarrassed just like oh god it's the dumbest Dumbest. thing
3: oh that's see that's another reason i got sober is because i would say and send texts and just do like the dumbest like xanax just makes you not care it really does. It, it really just takes does. away everything. It takes away everything, and I think that's the great thing. I feel like I always feel embarrassed and anxious, so it takes away that feeling. But it also takes away like actual embarrassing feelings. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. I watched this documentary last night, that new one called Take Your Pills on Netflix. Right. Have you seen that? I haven't. I might like it. I might. It's not great, but it's interesting. Right. But they're, talk- they're talking about Adderall and Vyvanse and all that speed stuff. Mm-hmm. How how um Just how prevalent it is now. But they... Talking about the end of it It, Just people talking about Who are habitual users Talking about how they Stopped using it And I thought about There's this great book Called Under a Hoodoo Moon By the You know Dr. John no He's like this New Orleans musician He's like He's fucking He's If you saw him on the street You'd be Oh this is the richest Homeless person I've ever seen Right Like just covered in trinkets Like dripping And he's You know that song Must be in the right place Must be in the right time Yes I do He, he wrote that Okay He's like an old New Orleans dude Used to be addicted to heroin For like 25 years He talked about Kicking heroin Because For him it was something where um, Well the, the first time he did heroin He says he he felt like he was 10 feet tall and everything made sense like he was just like unstoppable and he said he quit heroin because he basically realized he was living in like a not the real world like he Mm. wasn't experiencing anything he wasn't feeling anything yeah and I always think about that in terms because I've like had like Periods where I use a lot of speed mm-hmm. and like, oh, this sucks because I'm not really
3: living life. Yeah, you're not. No, feeling- I completely understand that. It's like you're literally just living to get high. Yeah, and then you're not like when you're high. You're unless you're like a really adventurous drug addict. I'm. You're not doing anything. Like right. even when I was addicted to Adderall and had all the energy in the world, I would still like sit there and chain smoke and
2: yeah. text people weird shit. It's crazy because it's like a thing where you realize oh, I'm supposed to be tired right now, but I'm not, tired. not tired. And it was something about something that feels good now. I'm like, oh, it feels good to be tired. Like I feel tired. It's like a real. It's a
3: nice feeling. It's that real. That is something like when I got sober, because I've been at least smoking weed since I was 12, like basically every day. So Damn. my brain, when I got sober, like because I quit smoking weed too, was kind of just like, excuse me. I don't know any feelings at all. I feel like when your brain is developing, it's not a good idea to be doing drugs. Yeah. I obviously, wasn't thinking about that when I was 12, so my brain didn't really know life without weed. So I think like, weed was, wasn't was harder to quit, but it was more emotionally <laughs> straining on me. I think a lot of people
2: say that. There's a lot of people who have uh, been addicted to weed who are like... It's not funny. that <laughs>
3: We really it's am. It's really bad. Yeah, it's not funny. You are that you can get addicted yeah. to. It. I fucking hate. Like, I don't like the argument that you can't get addicted to it because you very you, much so. Can. Yeah, Tammy
2: Sagar. You know her, the writer. No. She like wrote wrote for Thirty Rock, and she's okay. like, you know, pretty well known writer. Mm-hmm. She was addicted to weed when she was like really depressed. Like, oh, it was probably ten years ago or something. But she talks about it, and it's crazy. When she was addicted to it, she talks about how she was obsessed with some reality show, mm-hmm. and she all she would do all the time was smoke weed, order food, and write on this message board about this reality show. show. And she was she said the reality show to her was it was so important, it was like the most important thing ever. And she would like write letters to the producers and stuff, just like a like crazy. This is probably like fifteen years ago or something mm-hmm. like that. Just so invested in this obsessed, thing, yeah. and it was. It's just it was a fucking nightmare, <laughs> and she's addicted. To, she was it was that's all marijuana. saying
3: yeah. Mine is more. I stopped smoking weed, and I became more obsessed with things. Okay. So mine was like the exact exact opposite, where I genuinely switched it out for like obsessions. I think Which she had I, a bad I, I, obsession,
2: like a hole. Like she a like, hole. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's yeah. That's not that's not good. I've been. I, i've had those too they're not fun but i like for, like obsessions to um replace other things except sometimes they're weird and people don't like hearing about them yeah you know like what, what are you it's currently like obsessed snuff, with like right at this moment uh, like i had gotten into like snuff film okay conspiracy
2: <laughs> so what's conspiracy with stuff Well, oh,
3: i mean just like if it's real or not and right? just like different i just went through like because like there's a bunch of movies i'd never seen before and just, older
2: ones or newer
3: ones Older ones So just okay. like A Serbian film You know your classics
2: Ooh Classics Serbian Everyone's like that's stuff.
3: the worst movie ever And like just like As far as horror wise And how yeah. bad It's not that bad of a fucking movie Have you right. watched it? What? Watch a what? Serbian film? Oh I thought you meant literally oh, a, a film, film from Serbia. Yeah. No I have never even heard of it Oh it's um I think
2: we know about We know none of the same things yeah. Literally I,
3: Yeah that's why I'm like You're like <laughs> yeah. I'm like no <laughs>
2: uh, There's stuff where I was like You gotta know this and You're like Nope I couldn't even begin <laughs> to know
3: Yeah um Uh, A Serbian film is Is what? a film about, I won't give away too much, plus I think it would be weird to talk about it too much on here. Uh, It's It's about about a Serbian porn, like a retired Serbian porn star, you know, he's past his day and he gets offered to do this like crazy job, no details, (laughs) but it would like support his family forever. Okay. And so he signs this contract and... All hell breaks loose uh, As far a, as like Boundaries of porn This um, is a narrative movie Yeah I mean It's, it's yeah. not a documentary It's not a documentary Not a documentary I'd be crazy no, that would be crazy Yeah um, And it's, it's just like It does It deals with some Pretty bad stuff But I wouldn't say It's the wor- they they consider it like the worst horror movie ever. Like the worst, the worst made. No, like the worst as far as like the content. Oh, yeah, so like, like, this like, is so
2: bad. Like yeah, the I mean, nastiest. Yeah. yeah, the grossest, the filthiest. Yeah, it
3: crosses the line. Exactly, and it doesn't.
2: I'm gonna watch it, a Serbian film. Yeah, Actually, I don't going you know to watch it.
3: I mean, I don't think it would be. I think I think you wouldn't care.
2: Okay, I I've been desensitized you enough. Probably wouldn't care. So that's your latest your latest obsession.
3: No, that's my latest obsession. I got really into Paul Dano, um, <laughs> like really into Paul Dano. Really, that's why like my show that I host every month. Um, it, at first, it was just like a general, just like show, and then I kind of turned it into like a way to be able to talk about whatever I was obs- obsessed that's, with. That's at the, the whole moment. point. So I did Paul Dano. There was a lot of like content and like really,
2: yeah. What's I've, what's like the top two pieces of Paul Dano content?
3: Um. I'd have to think. He's a he's a weirdo. He's one of those ones that like doesn't do interviews and stuff. Really? Because he uh, cares about the art too much or whatever. Now that you're asking me, I'm gonna Bullshit. have to think about it. i are <laughs> gonna have to think about it now that you say something. But there's some like real weird facts about him, and um, I don't know. I also got caught up in this huge like web page that I like actually believed that he came from like the Drano family, the and Dr- that, the com- that the letters company? like dropped off his name or whatever. And I was like, okay, that's can't can't be real but um no he's a weirdo um and i was just i guess i'm more obsessed with the films he was in and his acting than who he is as a person like i guess the first time i ever got obsessed with an actor was paul Dano when i saw little miss sunshine when i was like 10 okay so then i like thought back and i was like you know what put that paul Dano guy hes really something do you do that after there will be blood or before Little Miss Sunshine came. I can't remember honestly. I think it was like around the same time, but I think it came right after There
2: Will Be Blood because the There Will Be Blood. That's a the, the crazy story I of him never, being hired.
3: I had never seen that film okay. until like five months ago.
2: Did you, you know the whole story about him being hired? No. Well, how can you not know this? If you know, I
3: know. Now I'm like, excuse okay. me. Maybe I do. Okay, well, this I'm is
2: the about. short story. Is that basically the role was given. But was, they cast someone else for that role, and he was working on there in a very small part as that brother character of that family. Yes. And they never explain it. because They don't explain it. They don't it. explain it, yeah. but that was the role he was cast in. And something happened with, between Daniel Day-Lewis and the actor who was cast in that role. Daniel was being too serious. Too like too too, Daniel Day-Lewis? So. Too, um, too method for this, yeah. this actor. And he didn't like it. And I think he didn't like it, and Daniel Day Lewis didn't like that he didn't like it. So there was a problem there. <laughs> right. I think he quit, and I'm pretty sure they they quit, and they had to hire someone in the interim as sort of an emergency almost. And they I
3: think that was like on the PowerPoint that I had about him.
2: They, they picked, they got Paul, they, and he he, he fucking came through. Yeah, he, he crushed fucking
3: it. fucking crushed it. Yeah, him and like Love and Mercy. Have you seen Love and Mercy? I haven't. It's about the Beach Boys, who okay. also knew nothing about. I don't know if
2: movie. I want. I don't know if I like that. You don't know. You don't like the
3: Beach Boys. I just became like obsessed with the Beach Boys too.
2: I I like them, but I don't love them. I'm just more of a. Beach Boys are a little too white for me, I guess. Yeah,
3: no, that's understandable. Not understand- that they Completely great, understandable. But I just, you know... Brian Wilson's fucked in the head. You gotta love him. Yeah, I, I would think after watching enough. that that he wouldn't be alive anymore, but he's there.
2: He's still hanging he's on. He's like 70-something. He's got a couple little birds
3: nesting up there. They're just like <laughs> keeping him pulling some strings and shit. He is there. Um, he's there. Yeah, Paul Dano. And then the second one was... What did we do? Oh, we did a Chris Pontius themed one last month. You did, but I'm not. I'm not like obsessed with Chris Pontius. Oh, you guys want to hang out? I do. Want okay, to be Chris well, Pontius, you should. But... Go, you come
2: up. We're friends. He's been on the podcast. I
3: know. That's. The, I was like, oh, that's oh. the episode I'm listening to. Okay. <laughs>
2: well, I'll introduce you. He'll. You guys will get along. Stop. That's too exciting for me.
3: Um, <laughs> How did you get into Chris? That's so cool. I grew up on... My dad loved Wild Boys when oh, I was a child, best. so I grew up on Wild Boys. That was like my National Geographic. It's a great show. And then recently I thought about it and I was like, Dad, you remember Wild Boys? He's like, that's still to this day the best show ever. That's And cool. so I bought every season on Amazon and I like watched it and I was like, Chris Pontius themed, easy. <laughs> Not yeah. even Wild Boys. Definitely just Chris Pontius. Yeah. I know there's like such little information about him on the internet that the PowerPoint didn't like go wow. that well. There was like one slide. It said nothing. Well, maybe you can. <laughs> I'll pick his brain. Yeah. No, it was a fun show though. It ended up not really being Chris Pontius related at all. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Sober for six months and get into Chris Chris Pontius, Paul Dano, <laughs> and this month. Oh, and then there was like the Mario Lopez thing that's but that's more of like a i'm making fun of him obsession yeah. it's hard it. not to make fun of mario lopez he
2: makes fun of himself he, he asked ma- for it he does ask for it i There's just found pictures. some band last night called ac slater you ever heard of this band no
3: i haven't but i do get the reference i'm not that I'm young i'm gonna find it i'm gonna find it and play us out yeah is there
2: anything you want to uh promote at all
3: oh uh i have a show at junior high um in hollywood right. Monthly. That's probably the hippest place I've ever been to. I've never felt so old. I can't believe you'd never been there when you're like, I've never been there. Why would I I go there? People perform there all the time. They do. It's like a comedy venue. Yeah, but it's like not. It's not for. It's It's not. It's
2: it's not for you, Johnny. And that's true. It's not. Not for me. It's just the thing. I think it's something where, I probably don't know anyone who is booking the shows there and I think they would probably think not to ask me or not to want no? me.
3: <laughs> well that's not true. I know everyone that books the shows there. Okay. And it's we a talk great talk about you all the time.
2: Okay. Well then I'll I'll do it. I'm down doing any shows there. So you have a show at this place in L.A.? Uh, um, April 14th. Um, you're going to be starting a podcast. What's it called? I can't remember what it's oh, called. Oh, I forget what it's called. Oh, People Are Crazy. People Are Crazy. Corey Johnson. Corey Johnson. I've been here. This is a band called A.C. Slater. This song is called Bass Inside.
3: Oh, of course. It's like some trap music. Oh, yeah. This
2: is very uncharacteristic yeah. of me. Completely.
3: <laughs> Check it out.
2: <laughs> it's almost like old sounding. Like yeah. This is like Well, older that's house. the new
3: style. They're trying to...
2: Dude, I've got all these fucking records from the '90s they are like—they're all coming
0: back. I got so many records. That's crazy.
2: I got too many hey, records.
3: Hey, hey.
2: Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Live yeah, Tape. Bye. Make sure you go to the Patreon page, make sure you rate Make sure you rate and review
1: rate and review the goddamn podcast on iTunes and Stitch or wherever the fuck else you go. Do that and go on Patreon to support the podcast. The only way you can support the podcast is by going to patreon.com slash podcast.
3: Only way.
1: What? Hey. Yes,
0: sir. Huh. ¡Adiós! <laughs>